jerky. Like the uh, Bofat actually introduced me into the whole idea of these vinyl labels. Um, you know, H HHV was the first one um, out of Germany, and you know they're the ones that pressed up, um, you know, our collab Kong and Dembo Wu records. Like they pressed those up, and um, you know I never even thought about it. Like it, it was nothing that even crossed my mind. He brought it to my attention. He was like, "Oh well, there's this vinyl label. I think I'm gonna get our albums pressed on vinyl." I was like, "Oh word! Well, what's well?" what's the deal with that? How does that shit work out? Because I had no idea what they were going to do. And, you know, <laughs> basically the thing behind it is they press final. They give us some, I actually bought, I bought some extra records off them at wholesale price. So I would have them for touring. Um, you know, they sold them to me for mad cheap. Um, so I could take them touring with me. And then they gave us, you know, some free records and then we would split the digital or whatever. And, you know, that's cool at, at that time, you know, I'm like, whatever, like I'm just trying to get more music out there. So it made sense. And then Black Buffalo, um, once HHV wasn't trying to pick up no more records, I don't know if it had something to do with the pandemic, them not making money exactly. like they were or whatever. Yeah, um, exactly. Once they weren't trying to pick up more records that we had together, um, we found Black Buffalo somehow. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I think it was a cassette label that introduced us. It was a cassette label called Icy Palms who does... Um, cassettes they <laughs> introduced yeah. us to um black buffalo records and then when we presented collabzilla to black buffalo um which is which was released this uh this last year um under black buffalo <laughs> once once they introduced us to them um we pitched uh, a few records to them and um you know they were fucking with them and they you know basically gave us the same type of contractual ideas behind it and it just made sense i have so much music that it it, do, it doesn't make sense to just hold it and put it out all myself because I, I have so much shit like if if some if there's going to be a label that wants to help out that fucks with the music that's down to um press up physical you know merch like vinyl or cds cassettes if there's a label that's willing to help do that to where i still get to obviously keep my masters um, you know, uh, get get copies of the merch to take the shows. If there's a label willing to do that, there's no way I'm saying no to that. Like it's just uh, yeah, that's, that's smart. That's the business model because you can do the other math. <laughs> you can go try and stream. You yeah, better stream. I, you better. Stream. I mean, you better start. You know, we already know the math. I'm just come on. You know, we just have to yeah. play. Like that's impossible math. That's just impossible math. So you can do the impossible math. What do we call? What we call the smoke and mirrors? Yeah. Or you can. Uh, you can go and get a real deal or do a real or do real business and create a real win-win, not mm -hmm. a major loss. You know what I mean? And then somebody else super winning. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. We put too much energy behind this. You know what I mean? This whole thing to just, just to do it like that. So <clears throat> yeah, I mean, big up, big up Black Buffalo, big up any label that's willing to, uh, you know, do smart, smart business for, you know, artists who just want to have some uh, integrity with their music too. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a model, and it's a model where both sides can win. 
That's what I said. Mm-hmm. So when it went, so we can come back again and dance, come back again and dance. I mean, plus, I mean, plus stuff coming up. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. plus I'm I'm so used to um I mean, obviously, you know, the pandemic slowed things down, but I'm I'm so used to touring and doing shows. Uh, if somebody's gonna give like be able to to break me off some copies of my of the actual physical merch that I can sell at shows. I mean, I'm all in with that because I, I've I've gone years and years and years and years with pressing my own merch and uh, to t- to take that cost away to uh, to help me as an artist. Uh, you know, that's all I love right there. So. Mm-hmm. So what's uh, directed? Awesome. Did you say because? Well, I. So I, I want to know the story. So you got to work with some collaborations with some pretty big artists from Snoop Dogg to Busta Rhymes, Lil' Kim, Rodega. Um, yeah. How did that all come about? How, what was it like working with them? Um, so, uh, I mean, a lot of it was, um, I mean, there have been some artists that I've had in my studio, which was super cool uh, to work with them directly and write the songs. Um, not not the super bigs, though. I mean, the super bigs, you know, it was a lot, a lot of file back and forth transfer shit um, like that. Um, but, you know, it, it was still cool to make it happen. Um, there was definitely some work with some some middlemen people. And there was early on I had uh, financial backing to make some of those things happen, um, like like the bigger ones. Um, but that dude at this point. Uh, we hate each other, so it's kind of at a thing right now with that dude that, yeah, it's cool that you helped out in some things early on, but um, there's a whole other backstory about that. Like, I don't even I don't even like to talk about about this dude because I don't even like to give him any shine because he's a like I've I've told the story and I don't even like to talk about dude. You know what I'm saying? So we are. It's, it's the pack of music. We all know, man, the five heartbeats. He's yeah, gonna yeah. say five heartbeats. Is he one? Is he? Is he the dude with the curly hair? <laughs> he's a crazy man. What's oh shit! Talking? He has. He has. <laughs> yo, he's got and he's got curly hair. So it's crazy. He's See? got curly hair. <laughs> oh, see the five heartbeats. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you hear the vanilla ice story. You hear the vanilla ice story, Tom? Have I heard that story? No. 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 You know what I the don't... Tower Records building? I'm gonna give you some music history. The Tower Records building. That was the first thing I see when I went to LA. The first thing, yo, man. Oh, that's what he did. <laughs> oh, oh, where yeah. they, oh, where they, where they hung him? Where they hung him out the window? You know right? how they do the artists, man, for publishing music, man. They want you publishing new hot artists and stuff, man. They can make you sign. You don't want to sign. They grab you by your ankles, man. They put you right in the highest building outside by your socks. Hang you outside, man. Okay, girl, I can't. I'm gonna say, watch the Five Heartbeats, one of the illest movies ever for me. It'll show you and anybody watching this who's never seen the Five Heartbeats and wants. That's all you need because it shows you the type of people that you're gonna meet in this game. And it doesn't matter. It's the R&B. It's from that era. It doesn't matter. It's the business of music. And then, and then you got the whole yeah, the whole vanilla. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, honestly, some of my favorite collaborations that I've ever done are not even the big collaborations. Some of those. Some of those collaborations that happened, it was just cool to be able to do it. But it, it was it's nobody like I would never seek out to do a little Kim joint ever in my life. Like, I don't care about doing a song with Lil Kim. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's not something that was ever on my on my to do list. Like, I wasn't like, oh, shit, one day I need to yeah, make exactly, I do a right. joint with Lil Kim. Mm-hmm. No, it's never a thing. Exactly. My my thing is I wanted to do songs. Um, like I, I love collaborating with people. I love blending styles. I love doing different things with different artists because it, it's just cool to me. And there's a lot of people that 
hate on, oh, they're like, oh, you're clout chasing, all this, blah, 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 whatever. The thing is, I don't need to do no collabs, man. I've never needed to do them. I feel like I can hold my own on any track myself. But the thing is, I, I enjoy doing collaborations. So it's all the people, all the people, popping, yeah. all the people popping shit, fuck y'all, I don't care. The thing is, is I enjoy doing them. Let me do what I enjoy doing. Y'all can go do whatever y'all not doing. It is what it you is. You know what the thing about a collab is? A collab shows really shows you how good of an MC you are. That's why I like doing like not that you even better because I can sit with different styles because you come out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. When you did that project, that's the only project I sound like that that I have. You understand what I'm saying? I'm I'm so proud of it. No one's heard it. It's okay. You're gonna hear it. But I'm saying it's because and if I never work it, I'm gonna get a sound like that. You, there's a bit of you. You sound a little different on my project than you do on something else. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, you blend yeah, the yeah. worlds together, mm-hmm. and when it blends, and then when the producer, it's just that magic. And yeah, that's why we do music. It's communal. You want to do that, right? But uh, especially hip hop is supposed to be about that. But people that's so far away from it. But that's the most joining, and not everybody can do that because not everybody's gonna think you're good enough to be on those collabs. Like, yeah, they yeah, gonna yeah. call for you unless you're nice. And even at the end of the day, seeing yourself on a track with somebody, whether it's a biggie or not, like, a, you know, a bigger um, hip hop artist or or a smaller one, it's just pretty cool to see your name on the track with somebody else. Right. I mean, I know when I first started this show, uh, actually, our the sister podcast, uh, Pod Jerky, um, the first live episode that I had was with Thrust. And my wife was upstairs and she was watching it and she had a smile. She said like from ear to ear and said like, I can't believe that you've gotten this far that you're interviewing one of Canada's hip hop legends and you've got thrust on the show. So that, that was just like a cool thing to see that you're attached to. And, and it probably goes the same way with music. You see yourself on an, uh, on a track with somebody that, you know, you wouldn't regularly work with and it's just cool to really see that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I, I think he's saying it's and it is cool at every level, but it's actually cool when you have a real symmetry, like, like you said, the little kin thing is still cool, but when it's actually like we get off this this thing here, me and Denka can go talk for three hours about something that has nothing to do about the song, like that's the cool stuff. Uh, t- Denka and Tough Dunkle can go over there here, Rust, you know what I mean, Rusty Jooks and so and so could go over here, and now we can talk about this. It's like you could have the bills, sometimes you have that. Right? In this world, we're sending, a lot of times we're sending vocals, especially right now with COVID, we're sending stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Sending, sending, so we're not even in the same room. So yeah. there's, it's like there's three levels of it now. There's the cold one where you just never see, you don't even talk to them at all, you just get it back. There's the one where it's in between, where I kind of know do, right? And then there's yep. the ones like how me, you, and Tough Dumpling had, we did like Soon You Be Gone, where we've been kicking it a little bit back and forth, we've done a couple of songs, we kind of know each other, right? We know each what everybody's going to bring to the table, plus it's going to be some surprises. So that's the, yeah, it makes it so enjoyable, man. It really is. It's, yeah. And that's, I think, why um, I, I'm like you too. I, lo- I love doing that. But at the same time, you have to show them, hey, because people are looking for an excuse, man. They're looking for a reason to chop you down. So they're going to look for a reason. So now that's one of the reasons. Oh, he's nice. Yeah, he's nice, but he only, he only does track, collab tracks or whatever. So now you're going to be a whole bunch of solo tracks just to, to, to shut to shut you up, and then you're going to what you're going to say after that. They're going to find something else though. But 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 I but I built I built off it. You know what I'm saying? Like like people as much as much as people want to talk shit about it. I mean I built off it. You know I, I collab calm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I have I have shirts. I got hoodies. I got I got designs built off the shit. So like you can talk shit about it. 
but people are fucking with the designs. People are fucking with the branding. Um, sh- shouts to my dude, uh, Connor's the executioner out of uh, Minneapolis. That's who actually gave me the collab King idea. And then I flipped it to collab Kong and, uh, shouts to a wall one. He's the one that actually did the, uh, the artwork for collab Kong and collab Zilla actually. So, yeah. um, you know, to, to, to play off that, you know, I, I just think it's cool. Like, so like a- any of the people that want, that want to talk shit about, you know, or have an excuse about me doing collaborations, I made it into what it is. So like, I know that I do collabs. So I came up with titles based off me doing collaboration. So so Thrust just actually mentioned it and said that you guys have done a collaboration with you, Tough Dumpling, um, uh, the both of you with Tough Dumpling. And that was produced by, of course, Bofat, who's uh, working on a lot of projects with you guys. How did that collaboration come to be uh, to get that song going? And it's called Soon You'll Be Gone. You want... Uh, well, uh, well, actually, actually, it was, um, that's, well, you, well, I got asked to be on that. I, I, um, Bofat must've been talking to you. You probably, um, Oh, it was Bofat's idea. It was Bofat's. Oh yeah. Be, because, because it was he wanted, his idea. Cause he, cause he originally wanted to make like, kind of like a super group thing. Right. That's kind of what it, what it started out as. And then, um, I think he gave and and I I told him I was down. I said whatever you need, just let me know I'm down. Just uh yeah. This is what I can. This is what happened. We did out after we finished our project. Me and thank before we get you guys to this, we have an album coming up. So for listeners, watchers, viewers, called Nicer Than You. We, uh, we did it September. So when we finished that, from that we rolled. And that's how I got to working with both that. We just ended up this beats were going back and forth. You know, those extras, right? And then I started doing a solo thing with. It just rolled ahead. Let's just do us. Let's do an EP, and everything started as an EP turned out to be an album. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is the yep. funniest thing about us every time, right? So we're like, oh yeah, we'll just do a five song EP. We'll smash that out. We record at home. Everybody got recorded. No problem. Boom, 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 boom. And then before we knew, it, we had like my album was done in like four weeks. The same same timeline that we did nice video our album. My solo got done without planning to do the solo. And yeah. then at the end of that, I had a couple of songs with collabs. That's when we had straight through the roof. Straight through the roof is actually supposed to be on my broke my, on my solo record that's coming out later this year. That was the last song that we did, and we did another, and then we had another song too. But when after Bofat, Bofat's like the Quincy Jones of our music stuff. I don't know, that's how I work. I, I leave a lot of stuff creatively in the music producer's hand, and I steer the, the image of the marketing. That's how I kind of look. The music, the music person, they're like they have that background. That's their expertise. So. He's like, yo, Chris. Oh, that's my real name, so y'all know Chris. He's like, uh, I listened to the record. It's dope, but I think uh, we have so many records. We only need like 12. And we have a lot of collab cuts. He goes, why don't we, I know a lot of MCs. You have, I know me, you and thank you got a record. We ready. We had Tough Dumpling working in the mix, right? He goes, why don't we just do another project off of this? We got momentum. And... We'll take the straight, take the straight through the roof off of your record and have that as one of the records. I had two other records, right? And then we'll do another song. And that's a song. I'll make a beat. He goes, I got a good vibe. He goes, I'll make a beat. And I'm going to call Daku. You call Talk Dumpling and then we'll do this. And then that's how soon you be gone. And I was messed. And that's how Distracted got on it. was Distracted. Yeah. And then it's off from the album. Was we were talking to him about doing cuts for both our record, The Nicer Than You. Yeah. Remember that time? Yep. And for my record, he was doing cuts. So that's how the scratches, it, it just all syncopated. 
Yeah, so it's like one of those Star Trek moments when the three worlds come together. And then, you know how we record, um, we all three listen to the same work at Tough Dumpling, Deku, Thrust, OG, same work, which basically means you send us a dope beat. Anybody, just you know, you send us a dope beat, you get that thing back in less, it's done and back in your hands in less than like 12 hours, guaranteed. And that's how that, it, that song was fast, done. But I love, but when we got it back, there was no cuts on it. Yeah. Yep. Do you hear that version without the cuts? Do you have it? Uh, I probably, I probably do have it. Dude, you should listen to it. The song sounds so different. I gotta send, I don't think Direct Awesome had it. No, I didn't have it. I sent it to you, Polish. I'm gonna send it to you. And that was the, I gotta give, I gotta give Distracted his, his flowers, as they say, but people run away from the DJs, man, because he murdered that. That's one of the oh, best, yeah. the best of all time to me. Cuts on a record, dude. And you know how good he did that? Like, if you know those records, man, that's mm-hmm. premiere-esque, that's top of the game as scratch drop cuts in there. Every single one, he changed each one of them. Oh, yeah, he killed it. He killed it. Remember when he sent us the message over the, um, I know he sent it to all of us over the over Instagram. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I did the cuts. I think I screenshotted the thread. We all going crazy. You should have seen Direct Awesome. It was like 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday. All of a sudden, you, know, you get a message, and it's just those cuts. He goes, yo, I did it. I mean, so the, the cool thing That's for me, this thing. The, the cool thing for me is, is basically that because like I do a lot of the marketing, um, the reels and all that stuff, I get to hear all this music before it even comes out. I get to hear it before the general public gets to hear it or has their hands on it or whatever it is. I get to hear it. I get it first. I was like, this is awesome. I think this is cool. When did I think that this was going to happen? I'm not in the music game. I'm not in the music business, but slowly I'm starting to stu- like you know do a few things here with Thrust and uh, get some stuff going, but um, it- it's cool that I get to be a part of that. What was yeah. it the life for you? Yo, Director Austin, what's it like for you? This guy sits at home sometimes, and I just fire him like I fire him like fire him my joints. Just- <laughs> <laughs> but you see, when when you do that, you you send out music. I'm already spinning in, in my head. Okay, we can do a music video for this. Uh, here's how I would play it out. And then I, sometimes I run it by you. And, and, and I remember there was a song uh, that we had talked about in the summertime. We were over at the studio and we were shooting the fly music video and we started talking about another single. And I was like, man, I got this vision. As soon as you played it, I said, I've got this vision of doing this at nighttime and then having somebody laying in the road with a rose and, and kind of an angel kind of thing. And, and, you know, you were like, my God, like I'm right on that same, same wavelength. So like I actually that, had, like, actually had the Zach corner with what you thought in your mind. Like, we can yeah. go there right now tonight and shoot it. I know yeah. where it is. Yeah. So but I mean I'm that's just, that's where I'm, my head goes yeah. right away. As soon as you sent me that, I'm like, what can I do with this? How can we market it? How can we do this? You know, that that's I don't know. That's just what goes through my head. Yeah, thank you. I don't know if you know, because this is the first time you go, you probably hear me. Yeah, send stuff to Tom or Tom or director. This yeah. is the dude, man. Like. This is our guy. All those reels, all the imaging, the looks we've seen over the past couple months. Yeah. This is the this is the puzzle, man. It's him. Mm. Yeah. Like oh, so, is this, the so is this, together, the is this the creative, the creative. This is my guy. This is the guy that does all our reels. Every time we get the every morning you get all it's it's director art. So you guys the first time you guys mm. meet it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, I couldn't do anything without this puzzle. We met through an interview. Yeah. We did an interview for Product Jerky and we've been working together. He asked me on an interview. How long is it? Like a year, two, two years, maybe almost two years now. Mm, about and, a year, yeah, yeah, year and a half. Yeah. So, we, and we never look back. Like one real good interview, like this, and we just. I remember I messaged. I said, "Dude, I don't know whatever it is about you." I said, "We got to work together." 
I go, well, let me know whatever kind of way. I don't know if you remember this, and we've just been riding since. But it turned out he went to high school, you know, with my best friend and a bunch of other infamous MCs from Toronto, too. So it just makes sense in a lot of But yeah, this is the creative man. That's why he's direct. He all that craziness, man. The year in review, all that. Yeah, the creative man. So we have the brainstorm. That's why I think with you two, you have that same kind of mind, too. So but yeah, man. So we can all, that's nothing we can do. As a collab, just get working, just use the brain power and just, you know, build our community and get stronger. Yeah. Right. So, because that's what I like to do in music. I, I like to be communal. Like, you know, I only, I work with like a, you notice I work with a group of people, artists and producers, and that's it. I ain't really trying to jump outside of that. You know what I mean? Unless it's like doing a, you know, reverse this and that. But even if it comes to doing that, it's now we can pick and choose because we're not doing it for, mm-hmm. for the reasons other people are doing it. So, yeah. Legacy, man. Legacy, legacy, legacy. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, let's get let's get a little bit into your podcast because you host your own podcast um, that you call "Pick Up uh, Pick Apart the Passion," uh, and yeah. that airs usually on YouTube. Uh, I know there was some audio uh, ones that you have, but most of your shows go straight to YouTube. I would guess yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. doing them live. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that show. Um, I mean, so so it it actually wasn't um it wasn't my direct idea i used to do it with uh with my dude rambunctious um and then basically you know he he just uh you know he he dealt with some live things and then he kind of stepped away and then i just kind of carried the torch and kept it going but i you know i always shout my homie out um for you know coming up with the idea the concept behind it and i just kind of keep it going forward and uh, the the thing about it that makes it easy for me to do is i know so many people um so like all the guests um i'm getting I'm I'm getting all the guests, you know what I'm saying? Like uh some of them I was surprised I got. Um, you know, the the Tommy Chong was uh mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know how I even made that happen, but it happened. Um but yeah, basically uh, you know, we just um, you know, we talk some history with people. It's very free form. Uh I went to the uh the direct live approach because um to be honest, I just got I just got sick of editing, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear that. I was just, I was just like, uh, uh, you know, I, I would go in through the editing software and I would put like the little things and put the logos and put this and put that, and then I was just like, you know what? How many of the people that are watching this podcast? How many of those people really care about that? Do they really just want to see? Um, you know, me interview some cool ass motherfuckers. And that's basically what I've been doing. And I just been putting it out there like that, man. Um, you know, and uh this is I think uh I'm actually doing an episode shortly after after doing this. Um mm-hmm. and I, I actually got uh MMA uh homie Chris Lytle on tonight. Oh nice. Nice. So, uh, He's a, you talking direct to Tom. Nice. If he's willing, you can pass him my way too, because I've actually had Ken Shamrock on the show. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so he was really, really cool. And and you'd be surprised who you reach out to on Instagram, uh, who you can get on the show. I've had a couple of actors from television come on, and then I've had Ken Shamrock come on. Um, I'm big MMA fan, so I mean, uh, if he's, oh, yeah, it's, if he's it's, willing, it's, yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna be super cool. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. I mean, I've, yeah. I've had some bare knuckle people on. Uh, you know, I had Britton Hart. That's the one that you know beat. Paige Van Zandt on her yeah. debut fight. Yeah. Um, I've had uh I had Sergio Pettis on before he won the Bellator belt. Oh, nice. The, the, the thing about the Pettis is 
the reason that was easy is I went to school with the oldest Pettis brother. A lot of people don't know that I went to high school with them. The Pettises actually went to my high school. Okay. So, and at one point in time, I was uh, aspiring to be an MMA fighter until I found out how much work goes into it. I'm like, I can't do music and be an MMA fighter. There ain't no way. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah, so I, I, uh, you know, I, I remember having the conversation, the phone conversation with Anthony Pettis on the phone and we were talking about, <laughs> uh, all the work that would go into it. And he was like, yeah, you should come through, uh, you know, we'll start you off and do all this. And then he was talking about all the routines and how many yeah, days. And man. I'm just like, ah, man, <laughs> I want to do it. Cause I, cause it, it seems so, it would be so dope to do. And I've always liked the MMA fighting and all that stuff like that. But uh, with how much work would go into it, and, and I'm a competitor. Like I, like I was, a, I was a super sport athlete, high school, college, like uh, track, football, dude. So, mm-hmm. um, so coming off that, I was always a competitor. So doing some MMA shit, I think I would, I would love to do it. Um, as far as the competition goes, but with so, how much goes into it, um, doing that with how much I put in the music and life and having daughters, like it ain't a thing. Oh, yeah. Like my, my basement's an MMA shrine. Um, I've met a lot of fighters. Uh, I've met John Jones. I've met mm. Anderson Silva. I've met Roger Huerta, uh, Dan Hardy. Uh, like, so there's a whole bunch of guys, Vanderlei Silva, whole bunch of guys that I've met. I've got the like UFC belt uh, from the Fan Expo. So I've got that put up with all the action figures behind it. So uh, I'm, I'm a big, big fan of MMA. I love it. So, that's dope. Yeah, like yeah. I said, dude, that's why right away when you said it, see, I went like this. Am I, like, I pointed the wrong way first. <laughs> I went over I went to his first house. I went to his house. Yo, first time I met, yeah, man, we watched the Super Bowl, man. Yeah. Last time we gathered, I came over. They're like, yeah, come and go watch in the basement. And I went down to his basement to the den, man. Yeah. You're going to you're gonna have to send you a snap, send him a snapshot after, like, just so you can see, dude. That's it's impressive, dope. man. That's dope. You know, somebody has a collection. Like, my, bo- my other boy, he has, like, the crazy uh, Transformer collection. He has every Transformer. And my boy, Dolo, DJ, Bishop DJ Dolo. Everyone, dude. In the glass case, yeah, that's time for MMA. Well, I collect the the round five cards or the the collections of the cards. But he's the man with it. Well, well, you know, you know what it is. The the round five MMA figures was they came out here in in Canada, and you there there were like a limited edition here. Like there weren't too many of them until I went over to the U.S. And when I went over to the U.S. and I was shopping, I think I was in Florida, and I went into this like toy store, and they had like everybody there i was like this is crazy they had rory mcdonald there and they had uh, ronda rousey and they had dana white and i was like this is insane so i just i grabbed a whole bunch of them because i was like i'm never gonna find these <laughs> <love> the customs, <laughs> <laughs> i was never gonna find those in in uh in how canada you drive? how did you get the customs what the customs say they was laughing nothing no yeah, nothing they don't you say nothing. It? you didn't declare it so you no, because I was I was there for a week. So by the time you get back and you declare, they say how much did you spend while you were there? You oh, say you this amount, and they no, say, okay, no, see you, like, you don't know. You didn't yeah. travel like that. You just got through that time. Yeah. Thought, that, let me tell you something about that rule, Tom. That rule is just it's just like it's a figment of a rule, man. They can just be like, Yeah, oh, what's in the bag? <laughs> I see it, but yo, that's funny. Those guys like that though, because a lot of those times they see it in the screen, they still see your bag. Of course they do. And they laugh, dude. They're like, yeah. this guy had like uh, everything Rick Flair in his bag, everything. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that, that's why I let my wife drive through customs and they trust her more. You know what I'm saying? You'll actually see it already. Yeah, I don't think you didn't tell me that part of the story. 
<laughs> the boy, your poor wife, man, she's like, this guy. She said, Tom, you ready to get to the airport? <laughs> I just want to get back to Canada. But, that's it. Yeah, yeah it's basically that's impressive, it. man. Yeah. That's what it's about, man. Yeah. We get into awesome. the video games later, man. I got that too, man. I was, thinking, I was looking through. I got the it's arcade, man. Right now, this, you're sitting on top of a 360. We went in that the other day. You a gamer, thank you. You got you got to get you got some systems, some retro. Uh, no, I mean, I've had every system except except actually, I, I wasn't a Genesis person. I had uh, but I had I had the old school Atari. I had the Nintendo. Had the Super NES. Had the N sixty four. Had the first PlayStation, second PlayStation, third PlayStation, Xbox first, Xbox three sixty, and now I got. The Xbox One, obviously, I can't get my hand on the new one. Because did you get rid of the predecessors? I did. You got rid of those? I did. I, I don't yeah, have I'm going to tell you something. It gets people mad. I have. I never got rid of one system. <laughs> Ever. That's what's up. I didn't and, know and, what that is. And, 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 and I, I should And I shouldn't have. Yeah, my brother was, was connected to, like, the downtown, yeah, the connections. So, I, you know, up at the time they stopped the brutals. Yeah, it's insane. Like, you got to come up here. I got the Dreamcast with like 300 games burnt. I got all that. Tom, me and Tom had we had that talk with they pull out. Yeah, I still, I still got, I still got the Dreamcast. I still got the N64. I got N64 had the best game, the best game ever. N64s with Golden Eye, Golden Eye 007. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, I can go back too. I got the, I got a, I got a Commodore 64 that still works, dude. The Commodore, the computer with the thing. Yeah. I was looking at I gotta put this all like together, man. We got a whole show like that. We got an episode like that. Artists in their collections. Because artists have because we music people, artists people always have crazy collections of other stuff. Like I know you got the comic book art stuff. You got you collect art? You into art? You know any crazy um, art? We must because you did graphic design. You almost like a taste yeah, for art. Yeah, I mean, I don't have like famous art pieces from really you should uh I, I'm gonna um, get you to commission me an NFT, man. You can do some art for me, I need an NFT. To commission me and talk about this, I was talking commission pieces. That's another piece of uh, another yeah. avenue, man. You got artistic touch, and we got to like hip hop generation gonna start looking. You should have been on it already, man. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I, uh, my first conversation about NFTs actually happened earlier this year. I and I, uh, because I, I didn't research about any of it. My first conversation, there's a place about to go. Razzcast was talking about it. Hold on, it's supposed to start January 1st. I'm actually going to do this one. This is for hip hop. And I told Tom about it. I'm looking at my notes. But this, this is good to put out there because we got to really get up on this because this is really, you don't want to get uh, left behind. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's called I, I Pictorial Wallet. Raskas was talking about it on a podcast. And that's the same time I was talking to you about Raskas. Remember we had that thing after, the, after our interview? Yeah, I Pictorial Wallet. It's supposed to be mm. like a hip-hop based, small, independent. I was going to tell director Tom about that. Awesome about that, actually, too. Um, they started January 1st, 2022. So it's three days old now. And you can get, like, they're doing stuff with, like, high roll, like, all the underground. You can get coins, all the stuff made. Hmm. Right, yeah, it's just started. So we got to get on it. But that's the whole other conversation we can do. Um, we got to get you back on again, man. I mean, yeah. it's just so good. I mean, um, we got some other future projects. Is, is anything else come? Oh, before we even go, I know we got something. Um, was kind of ironic in my name because I kind of touched on a, on, on a rapper, one of the best freestyle rappers in the game, one of the best artists in the game from the most legendary Juice Crew. Oh and, yeah. And, and being that we have affiliation on the same 
same label. I know you got something um popping off. You got two, you got a couple of releases probably. You got, yeah, you got the Craig G. I'm gonna throw it out. Craig G. What does Craig G mean to the to the new metaverse out here? Yeah, I um yeah, me and Craig G got a full record called Most Amazing that uh Black Buffalo's putting out um pretty early. Um, What's the date? Because this interview should be out um when direct awesome should be out. He's put directly should be out when you're coming on the 15th. Is it the 15th you release? 15. No, uh, 15th is when your record's coming Do you know the exact date? So so about? so the the first single, the first yeah. single is called Welcome to Terror. That's the first single. There's actually been three gonna be three singles that drop from the album before the actual vinyl and physical album comes out. And the first one that comes out is uh Welcome to Terror. It drop it drops on the 14th, actually. Okay. That's um, it. And uh yeah, me and Craig G. Um the, the album's pretty much just all me and him. There is a feature on there from Sadat X, and there's also a feature oh. on there from uh, my Cypher Dem people, um, Rambunctious and Urban Legend. Um, but yeah, we actually I, I've been sitting on it for a minute. That's the thing. I, I sit on too much shit, man, and I'm trying to not to do that as much. So I just I'm just trying to get shit out there, you know what I'm saying? But obviously. In a strategic matter, I don't just want to just, oh, yeah, just throw it out there, whatever. It's, you know, it's done. Just put it out there. I, I want to do it in a strategic matter. And that's why a uh, big shout to Black Buffalo for um, picking up some of the records uh, that I've pitched to them. Uh, obviously, uh, if things come together in the right format, um, you know, I know we briefly touched on it about probably pitching our record. Uh, oh, Black, I already told them. Yeah, it goes right. I think that's definitely. I like to keep things in a certain um, continuity. Is good, and yeah. it's good that people know where they can go to find you. And I think that's the problem in this crazy world. Like, there's too many places to go to do one thing. Like, you should just go one stop, one stop. Mm -hmm. I like the one stop. You go here, boom, this is what you get. And for music, it's nice like that. People that search like 20 places, we've got time for that. Ain't nobody yeah, but yeah time for that. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh I mean that's 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 the thing that I have next. Um uh um, I did so drop I, I did huh? video for it too. Is there a um, video for no, this one? I, no, I, I don't have I don't have any videos for it. I was gonna shoot one, um, but I don't have any videos for that project in particular. I, I do, however, I got another solo record coming called Do You Want Bar? Uh Do You Want Yeah, Do You Want Bars? And um I have five videos that are done for that. Like I shot all my videos for that album already. Um, and they're just done, just sitting to wait. And uh actually, um the record I dropped right at the end of the year. Um yeah, yeah. People, I swear people watching like, God damn. See what I'm saying? Hey, director awesome. <laughs> director awesome. You're being very I know you I know you as a friend. You see what I would you get what I'm saying? I know. Keep going. I, this, this is your time. I don't have to say anything, but this is one of those moments I'm like. A lot of people need to see and hear this because you're, you are like, it's funny because it's two sides of this point. It's your side of the point. You got everything done. Ready. And there's the other side of people got nothing organized. It's crazy. Right. So it's just well, funny to see your perspective on it because you're like, you're not sitting too long. I don't think you sit it too long. It's just, there's a time to drop everything. Yeah. And, but if you don't have it organized and all put together, da, 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 you can't feel out and have the presence to look at that time, but here's the perfect time to drop it. Like for me, yeah. this year is the first year I have. My projects are all done and it's a different feeling. I'm working on it. I never had that. This is what you've been. And the best thing about it is I can actually get ready for the time in the pockets and the drop. And if I have to shift it and move it, it can shift and move, but it's not changing nothing because it's done. So that's, but then you don't want to sit too long. That's what it is too, right? So, 
Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's kind of the thing. I mean, there's there's definitely some features I did that I sat too long on to where when the when the joints came out, you know, the person I did the joint with is like, oh, uh, yeah, I forgot we did this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because because <laughs> some of those joints I I held on yeah. to for so long, and I'm like, well, it wasn't mm-hmm. the time. It wasn't ready at that time because I had exactly. this other thing, and and that's the thing. Exactly. Like I technically have. Um, I mean, if, if, if I think about it, I feel like I got like seven projects that are in the can that are, that are done mm-hmm. that, uh, I want to strategically put out. Um, it just has to make sense, but yes, uh, like my next solo record, like I said, I got all the videos done for that. I got this, I got it mixed and mastered. It's ready to go. I got the artwork, um, uh, pretty much ready to go. I, I can pretty much just figure out, uh, what I want to do with it. And then I have the. The Craig records ready to go. I got um Denku and Stella Dwellers album. Uh that shit's done. Uh our Ooh, record. Our record, our record's done. I think the only thing that we need, right, is the uh, is the artwork. Yeah. We don't have artwork for ours yet, but um, you know, we you know, we can figure that out. And obviously, oh, and the um and the visuals, but we talked about the ideas. So you, you know we we already have a direction. We have the concepts that we're doing. This book going out um, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I mean all all that all that's ready to go. Um and uh yeah, I mean I'm I'm still right now pushing. Obviously the Craig's coming, but I'm I'm right now still pushing uh Denko and Urban record, which I actually recently started looking into doing, uh booking like a little nine day nine day run in uh in March that I'm hoping. Oh. Uh, we're able to make happen. Um, I know right now things are a little on hiatus lockdown area shit because of uh because <laughs> of the outbreaks that have been going on in the US because they're ridiculous right now. But I'm hoping by March, um, and that's the thing. Like there have been people that have reached back to me that are that are already willing to book those. And um and 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 uh you know I, I'm not and I'm not the type, I'm not a person to tell anybody what to do, but I'm going to tell you right now, um, if, if you're, if you're trying to be an artist and you're trying to tour going forward, um, I don't think you're going to be able to do it unless you get this vaccine thing that's going on. You will not be able to tour period. And, and I'm not even, and you know, I'm not even hating on anybody's personal choice. I'm not. This is just facts. It's, facts it's just what facts. it is. Like you're not going to be able to facts. tour going forward unless you, that's gonna be international um, lot, dude. It's gonna be international lot. It's like it is. Yep. It is, dude. That's one of those things where, like, go ahead, you to beat the man. I was, I was watching this thing on the sea and all the buried treasures. The same thing. You ever seen that, man? Mm-mm. Oh, what's that today? You ever seen that threat to Austin? No. You full cancers, water sign. You guys gotta watch some Jackie stuff. I'm gonna send you the link about, about all this thing of the technology on the world. They're talking about how all this sunken treasure is the biggest race right now. And they have the robotics. They can go down 5,000 feet now, Mariana Trench now. So they found all these wrecks, all Dorado, like the Spanish gold conquest that was going on. You know how much money is just billions of dollars under our oceans, dude? There's one right now off of Cuba, if you go look at it. The Cuban province that found it from whatever line ago. And they got to get the contract with the company and the maritime law just to get down to get... Yeah, man. You can't be certain things. So they see it. It's there. It's marked, but they can't. The other, this one big company out of Florida, I can't remember what they were called. They, they recovered. They get contracts with the with the countries, but they went and they found this big treasure off of uh, Cuba. I don't know if it was Cuba or Spain. It was worth $600 billion. You know, they yeah. brought it back, and because of the maritime law, they had to pack it up and just give it back to them because it was like a, a warship. 
do this crazy stuff, man. <laughs> Interesting, man. But certain lives you can't beat. Like they were a big yeah. company, they had the thing, they found it. Nah. All right. And that's what this is. It's like, dude, if you want to be in a business, you gotta know the game of the business, man. And you gotta travel and you're gonna have to have certain things. And that's just locally, if you want to cross the border, come to Canada. Mm-hmm. You want to get in a plane and go to Europe where all the show, real shows are, the festivals. Yep. People want to do festivals. festivals and every country is every country's going to have different laws on, on, on this whole thing, right? So, I mean, you're going to have to follow certain rules for But they're going to have a general law just to travel, though. That's going to be right. Like, right. Right. But the only way they're going to have the different laws is going to be when it goes to, like, when you're in the city and the venues. Like, okay, okay, Toronto versus Oshawa versus then you can have 20% of people and the other one can have 50%. But for you to travel, for you to get the permits, for you to fly, yeah. to land, the promoter to book you, all this stuff, DJs, everybody, anybody in this stuff, man. Even playing a gig at a little, a little restaurant now is going to be a little different. Like, you know, those, those guys around New York City, those, those kind of DJs that change their world, man, right? Yeah. Bartenders too. They start hopping around and do like five clubs a week and get 200 bucks a week and just live and pay your rent, right? Yeah. Hundred percent. All right. So, um, so we're gonna actually wrap that up here because I know you got another interview to do uh, later on today. Anyway, Uh, so we don't want to have to have you on Zoom for you know four or five hours for the night. (laughs) Uh, But thank you very much for coming on the show today. Uh, Can you give us out your socials where everybody can find you? Any projects that you're working on that you want people to go check out? I'll also post all of those in the show notes. Um, yeah, so I mean the, the recent record that I'm pushing right now is uh it's a Denko and Urban album called Artistic Display. It's on all digital streaming platforms. That's the newest thing out right now um that I've been pushing. Uh as far as all the socials, it's basically just at Tayamu Denku at everything. Um it's the same. Um for people that don't know how to spell it, it's T-A-I-Y-A-M-O-D-E-N-K-U. And it's at Tayamu Denku, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can find the Facebook artist page that way. Um, I'm trying to think if, yeah, I think that, that those are the main, those are the main ones. Um, I yeah. would say uh, the one that I use the most as far as getting a hold of me, uh, I have started to transition over to Instagram more. However, I do post a lot of music, random shit on my Facebook shit, but um, I definitely have, uh, as far as business business stuff and posting more about my music shit, that's most of that is gone uh, on the Instagram. So uh, and then you know Twitter stuff. I, I I have them all linked. So if like I post something to Facebook, I hit the Instagram yeah. thing and it goes to Instagram. Post it on uh, you know Instagram, it goes to Twitter. Like it's all linked together. So they yeah. all they all go together. Yeah, perfect. I also wanted to add. Um, you can find um, Tayama thank you on on me and Bofat's project coming out. March uh, 18th, like it's 1994. He's on some cuts there. He's on Sudan Bijan. And um, I think, you know, yeah, you saw a few cuts on there, man, through the roof. And I, I, we've done so many records together. But yeah, look for that if you want some more material from the God. Tayami Danku, thank you for your time. Yeah, um, appreciate you. Thank you for your, for your contribution to hip hop. Thank you for your love to the game. And, um, and thank you for, like, yeah, just like, just reaching out, connecting with me way back how we connected. <clears throat> a lot of people don't don't know we connected. Just off of like a, it was like a gram and then a phone call. I think you hit me on Messenger on a gram way back saying you want to do some music. I yeah, sent you yeah. my number, I believe. Yep. And we, we I yeah, we, one point, I said Texas talk and then we started talking and we, we've, yeah, look who we are. 
Yeah, we, we yeah we, we chopped it up for people that don't know. The first joint that me and uh, Thrust actually did was uh, the collaboration me Thrust and uh, Socrates. That's uh, right. Called uh, called exactly. Sunshine, just on my uh, my hip hop or death, my hip hop or death record. That was actually my first release on uh, on a Hunter Mad, the Onyx label, and um, yeah. So uh, yeah. I mean, if, honestly, if you just type Tayamu Denku in on Google, all my shit pops up. Ain't nobody else got the MC name. Type it in. All my shit pops up. And, and of course, we're going to put that into the show notes as well so that everybody can go and find it when they, they look oh, yeah, at the show notes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll be splashed all over our, our, our Instagram as well. But uh, thank you very much again for joining us on the show today. As always, you can find the Northern Touch show on Instagram at the Northern Touch show on Twitter at Northern Touch 6. And you can find all of our links at Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash the Northern Touch show for Thrust OG. I am Director Awesome. This has been another episode of the Northern Touch show. We'll see you guys later. Yeah.